Welcome to Token Asian. I'm your host, Janine, and today I'll be interviewing my lovely friend Yvonne about self-esteem. Self-esteem is your evaluation of your self-worth, beliefs about yourself, your emotional state. It can predict a great deal of your behavior and is greatly affected by your environment. Your self-esteem can change throughout your life, and Yvonne and I are going to talk about what has affected us throughout our lives. So here we go. So uh, I guess this is an episode of Token Asian. Uh, I'm Janine, and this is my friend. I'm Yvonne. And we're going to talk today about self-esteem, because I'll, we don't have it. <laughs> Mine's better now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we were speaking earlier about how uh, a lot of our culture bases things like, oh, how are, how are babies made? And I think almost all of us were found in the garbage or on the side of the street. <laughs> I know I was found in the garbage. Yeah, I was I was found in the garbage yeah. too. Yeah. So, you know, we're already starting with a really low bar. <laughs> Are we like garbage patch kids? I guess so. Mm. So they have way bigger eyes than us though. So I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Yeah. When you were growing up, how was your school experience? I remember one of my earliest experiences is I was just being made fun of by of my hair. I had this uh, mustache. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, like those little these little black hairs on the yeah. side of your lips. Our little Fu Manchu. And all this stuff that uh, your parents just never tell you about that you should probably like remove or whatever yeah. people are gonna make fun of you about. Yeah, I just kids in my class would just make fun of me, and I didn't know there was a thing that you could do to remove it or take care of it like wow uh, what you can wax you have a mustache yeah um and yeah my hair is always a problem because i have way too much hair and i didn't know how to handle it as a kid i don't think any asian kid yeah. ever has good hair it's either a bowl cut or it's just like a giant ponytail <laughs> of hair and that's it like you can do a ponytail of hair or you can have a bowl uh, that's it pretty much yeah <laughs> but i had so much and i I remember I like, split it down the middle. I used to have it split down the middle. And, oh, like, yeah, and your bangs. Yeah, no, well, this was, like, before. Yeah, I didn't know how to split my hair. And then I have a low forehead, so, I don't know, it just looked, like, not great. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't know, kid, I remember this, I still remember this one kid called me, what's that, what's that Porky Pig girlfriend? <laughs> Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I don't know her name. Yeah, but yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. He called me that. Ah, like, fucking kid. She had the same hair, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't fucking know. Kid. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah, and like that sort of stuff really fucks up your self-esteem, right? Like, um, I was the only not white person in school until grade five. So that <gasps> was just weird. You know, and it made me really shy and quiet, and I didn't... I was afraid to talk to people. Um, I don't know if you've ever felt the same way. Uh, I'm different. I had, there was, like, everybody was Asian in my school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I was still very quiet. I didn't want to talk to people. And yes, nobody really wanted to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> how did, how did the, uh, the bullying affect your self-esteem and your self-image? It was all, it all kind of accumulates because it's, Partly your parents, my parents, adding on to that too, that insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would go home and be like, oh, can my, they're making fun of my hair 
or whatever, what can I do? And they're just like, oh, ignore them. Or, I don't know, they're kind of added to it too because they're like, oh yeah, your hair is kind of ugly. Or my mom would always, I guess like the one of the first things she would say to me, she greeted me, she's like, oh, you're something's wrong with you basically like oh, like okay, <laughs> like oh you're comb brush your hair or like your face is your skin's too dark or <laughs> you know basically everything or you have too many freckles like what what, what? can you do about these things <laughs> like did your did your parents ever comment on you and they they're trying to show their love or something yeah. like um my parents were super dicks about it because when I was little I was the fucking cutest kid ever like I was so fucking cute like old pictures of myself I'd look back like what a cute fucking baby you know I had these like cute little chubby cheeks and I had these little tiny teeth and I had huge eyes and then like sadly I grew into my eyes and my teeth uh when I got my adult teeth in they were like six times the size so I hadn't ended up with like these huge teeth and this giant mouth and you know my mom's always making fun of me she's like your mouth is huge you used to be really cute but then you got ugly and then I'm like cool thanks mom you know my mouth looks exactly the same as yours and when we (laughs) smile it's the exact so this is you (laughs) and then you know my whole family is like oh you used to be really cute whatever happened (laughs) You know, so now they now they joke that like, oh, cute babies turn ugly and ugly babies turn cute. So you better hope you have an ugly baby. Why are parents like, like this? Like, thanks, guys. Like, <laughs> I wish I could go back to when I was five. <laughs> I think this is a clearly Asian thing, though. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's just like you're just straight out, like straight out the gate. You're just getting Do you know shit any, thrown at you. <laughs> yeah. Do you know any, you know, like white people who have had their parents say they were ugly no i find white like most of my caucasian friends their parents are like you do your best and that's enough and you're my beautiful child yeah look at my beautiful baby you know look what a beautiful woman you've grown into and <laughs> so not proud like, of you you used to be cute yeah like oh, thanks and then now that i'm an adult it's either like you're too thin are you on drugs or you're too fat, are you pregnant? <laughs> so it's like, uh-huh. god damn it. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you can grab your beer, Yvonne. Yvonne's drinking. I'm smoking. We're having yeah. a good time. I'm doing it. She's Ugh. doing it. She's living her best life now. It, it makes metal sounds, so, That's fine. you know. <laughs> this is my little beer koozie. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Enjoying a, a cold beer. Mm-hmm. I can't drink anymore, and I miss it. God, I miss alcohol. I didn't, because of the way my self-worth was really shitty through a lot of my teenage years. And uh, between the ages of, I think, 21 and 24, I was straight up an alcoholic. Um, I literally just couldn't handle my shit. And I dropped out of school. And I would, like, lie and say, yep, I'm going to school. And then I'd wait for her to go to work. And then I would just come home and just start drinking. So <laughs> I think I was a kind of a late bloomer with any substance, <laughs> like alcohol, whatever. I wasn't really too interested, but I think I was more addicted to the internet, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like what do you mean by that? I was always online. Like I, the first thing I would do is get home is just go online and yeah. just like do nothing. Just go chat or whatever on any of all of those messenger groups and then yahoo chat stay <laughs> yeah icq msn all those things 
Yep. Uh, and I would stay on there till, you know, like 3 a.m. Yeah. Barely get any sleep and then go to school and then do really poorly in school. And so, like, yeah, I didn't finish anything. And, yeah, that's not great. No. Yeah, and I, I'm sure that affected the way your parents guilted and shamed you. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I don't know. They would always be like, why? what are you doing in there? I don't know. They tried see, to control it. My family grew up really poor, so we didn't even have the internet in the house till we were, like, till I was, like, 14. So that would have oh, yeah. been, like, 19. Oh, no, that would have been, like, 2000. 2000 yeah. was when we got a, a computer, so oh. we're, we're cool. I think that was kind of, like, me too. Yeah. Maybe. Late teens. Late <coughs> late teens? Yeah. But for me, late teens was that. <laughs> yeah, around there. Yeah, we're 2000. We're yeah. old. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. We're, we sound like children. We're, we're children. <laughs> we're children. <laughs> But we're Asian. Asian don't raisin. You can't tell. Asian don't raisin, man. Mm-hmm. And until you turn 16, then you immediately turn into a bag lady and mm-hmm. collect cans. Yep, pretty much. That's how we age. Wear sunscreen. Yeah. Did you ever hit like a super low? Oh, man. Just when I started dating people, mm-hmm. which was kind of also late, like maybe when I was 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, kind of late for high school, I guess. For mm-hmm. most people that I knew, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just always never kind of felt I was good enough. Like my first boyfriend was fine. It was high school. It was cute, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I would still always feel down about myself and just be like, "Oh, I'm so ugly. I don't." I would never wear shorts. I would never wear skirts because I'd be like, "Oh, I, I hate my legs." But that's all kind of stemming from my parents also because my mom would always say that I had because I'm short I have short legs mm-hmm. I don't have skinny legs so okay. my mom's always like oh your thighs are so huge <laughs> I'm like uh well that's just how I am <laughs> and then she'd be like look at my legs <laughs> like they're so skinny and I'm like I don't know well I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. but yeah that was a problem and my my boyfriend at the time would always be like no I I love your legs I love you and I would just not allow myself to believe it. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of a pattern throughout my other boyfriends after that. Uh, even though they tried, I don't know. Yeah. It just it affects your it affects your self value and your your inner voice, the way you talk to yourself a lot of the times. I feel like it really it changes that and then you become accustomed to it. So it just becomes habit to just be like when people are like, Oh you look pretty, be like, nah, my thighs are fat. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, put myself down, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think it also affects your ability to set boundaries. Um, I'm, I'm sure you dated guys you didn't want to date just because <laughs> you, you felt unable or that it was rude to say no. Yeah. And, um... But they showed me... They showed interest, so I was like, oh, they, someone likes me. Okay, well, I guess I'll go along with it. Yeah, right? And then, yeah. like, oh, that dude at your wedding was well, never mind, that oh, guy. Oh, man. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, all these, what happened? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> he'll never hear this. No. It was like, it was a guy who thought, okay, we went. <laughs> <laughs> he'll never hear this, and if he does, well, you were weird. Uh, he, so. was, he was a, a friend. We were in high school, and I don't know. I guess I was always... I was always trying to be one of the guys because I'd just be like, tell dirty jokes mm-hmm. and I just want to be accepted. And I didn't, actually, I didn't have a lot of female friends. So anyway, he was one of my friends, super nerdy. And then, I don't know, one day we just hung out 
And then he had never kissed anyone before. <laughs> so I don't know. I was just like, okay, let's try it, right? And then, <laughs> so we did. And then I had no idea he thought it was a date or something. Oh, no. But in my mind, I was just like, okay, let's just, here, I'll help you, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, before that, I mean, he had never really shown interest. Like, we weren't dating. He wasn't trying to ask me out or anything. We just, like, were hanging out one day. And then after that, that was that. We, whatever. Yeah. He didn't try to ask me out again or anything. So yeah. it was fine. Yeah. And then yeah, fifteen years later or he whatever. He just got weird about it. He, <laughs> he, I invited him to my wedding because you know I was invited to his wedding, and so I'm like, let's reciprocate. And then he, there was a speech, and he, it was it was weird. <laughs> he mentioned it. Weird. He mentioned it. He mentioned it. You don't mention those things anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there was there seemed to be no point to that. He's yeah. like, Yeah, so one time this happened. Very shameful. Yeah, that was hard. I'm sorry I didn't cut him off. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I regret that. I didn't know that was gonna happen. I didn't know that was where he was gonna go. Yeah. There he went. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so again, you know, a lack of boundary. <laughs> what the hell? What does that have to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like what, well, you know. Why did I feel like I had to well, I mean, he didn't pressure me. I was just like, no, heck. Maybe he did. No, it's it's also that... Um, I didn't really want to kiss him. No. <laughs> but yeah, just like want, like feeling like, oh, it's rude to say no to hang out with him. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, it's, it's uh, I want to be one of the guys because the girls don't like me. And like, I was like that too because, yeah, girls are catty and you it doesn't take much to entertain guys. Let's just... I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys are easily amused and we appreciate that. Never change. Yeah. But yeah, so and and girls were difficult to relate to because I find also they were like my mom, <laughs> or I was afraid that they were gonna be like my mom because yeah. like your mom is your only reference for females, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like this is what it's gonna be like. You're just gonna talk shit about me, and yeah, like my my parents weren't the great. Oh no, they made fun of me a lot, like my teeth and like I I have skin problems, so it was always just like you're ugly, you're gross, no one wants to touch you, and it really affected my self esteem because I thought older that's why I don't really like it when people touch me now it's sort of like no it's gross it's weird (laughs) when do you think your self-esteem started to get better honestly I think when I started dating my now husband Mm -hmm. I don't know there was something about him where I just didn't have to feel I didn't feel anything it's not like my past boyfriends ever put me down or anything I just didn't feel secure enough or I don't know. It just wasn't like attractive enough for these people or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but yeah, but now I don't know. I just didn't feel it with this with my husband now. And slowly, I don't know. I build my confidence, and I'm okay with everything right now. So I don't. And plus, I'm older. Yeah, I'm older now, so I just don't care as much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever. I'm. I think also that you and your husband do a lot of things that are um, where the value isn't something you can't change about yourself you do a lot of things that are accomplished based like you did the tough mutter thing oh yeah and you did yeah. like a lot of other stuff like the zombie run yeah things you guys do a lot of obstacle courses and those <laughs> things are like achievement based and it's yeah. not like it's not like oh your legs are short fuck you I know. <laughs> like, and you can't change that right yeah but you yeah. can complete the course mm-hmm. so that's sort of the thing that like you guys do together that i've always really admired about you guys that you guys accomplish so much together and that's super cool and maybe that's a part of why (laughs) yeah we're a good team i feel we Mm -hmm. like support each other yeah 
you guys go to cool places and you do cool stuff and that's none of that has to do with anything that you can't change <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i think i think it's the this weird asian thing to just pick on your kids if you tell them they're good they'll be lazy so you always have to shit on them it's and true. Then. I know, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I have very different parents from yours, I think. Because mm-hmm. we did, we did like, hugs, and my mom would always actually say, I love you, and mm-hmm. I'd say, I love you back. And it wasn't weird that way. Uh, though my dad's kind of awkward about it still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but she did kind of pick on me all the time. Yeah, like, like the lips thing, because I have, like, full lips, I guess, and mm-hmm. they're different from hers, but... Uh, yeah, she'd make fun of me for that, looking like a... She would call me, like, little piggy. Oh, no! <laughs> I know. Thanks, Mom. Uh, yeah. Hair thing. My nose is too flat. Eyes are too small. She would always encourage me. She's like, let's go to Taiwan or Korea or something and get your, get get your, your eyelid surgery. Done. Yeah. Mm. Like, I can... I'll save up. and Let's go. I'll pay for it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> But I did want to before. Mm-hmm. Like I used to want to. I looked. I would look up, you know, the procedure mm-hmm. and how easy it would be. And I'm like, oh, maybe I will do it one day, or I don't know. I would really seriously consider surgery to cut into my body, which is <laughs> fine for people. But I, I don't think it would be good for me. No, I, I understand. Like, yeah, that that pressure to like look a certain way. It was really apparent, I think, when we hit puberty and, like, we, like, you know. My mom, what did she tell me? I think when I turned 30, she said, the flower of your youth and beauty is wilting. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mother. What? Why would you say that to anybody? (laughs) You know, she's like, you're getting older now. You need to be married or else no one will want your wrinkled ass. Thanks, mom. Why? Thanks. Yeah, first of all, why be married? Like, do you have to be? <laughs> I don't know. They're they're very weird about do it. Do they want you to have grand... Do they want grandchildren? I don't know why they would with my health problems. Yeah. <laughs> like, here, do you want a dog? I have a dog. Would you like a dog? Grand doggy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, our self-esteem and our self-value has a lot to do with our parents and the way that, like, you know, high school is a really weird time for all of us, definitely. And growing up Asian in, in Canada, um, despite, like, I'm sure you grew up, you grew up here, so mm-hmm. you had a lot of Asian friends, but there's still, like, blatant racism everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. It never really goes away. Even even now that you'd have a Caucasian last name, yeah, <laughs> it still affects you, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, I'm very French. <laughs> even growing up with a lot of Asians around me, yeah, we still encounter racism and... I don't know, even even when people are really exposed, like when people, non-Asian people are exposed to lots of Asians in their lives, they still categorize you as uh, like other and mm-hmm. make fun of you for it. Yeah, <laughs> um, like we were talking about earlier, that divide between assimilation and uh, tradition. If you assimilate too far, you know, you're not, you're not one of us anymore. You know what I mean? Like you're too yeah. white to be Asian, but you're too Asian to be white. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And um, I find that disconnect happens a lot with my cousins who uh, still can speak fluently Vietnamese and mine is like really choppy <laughs> and I get made fun of now. I didn't used to because I used to be super fluent, um, but not anymore since I don't live at home and I don't really use it. Yeah. Um, it's gotten really poor. So now I get made fun of for like, oh no, now you want, you want to be a white kid? What? Uh, like, nah, dude, I just leave me alone. <laughs> and, then <laughs> if you, and then if you're too... 
too Asian, uh, you're still not accepted as one of, like, if you go to Vietnam, like, you're not going to be accepted as a Vietnamese person. No, because I wasn't born there. Or with your other family. or Yeah. yeah. There is always going to be a weird divide as a, as immigrant children. And that's always going to be weird, too, right? Because they're, they're trying to teach you their traditional ways, but you, we don't live there anymore. We live here. And when we try to assimilate into North American values and... I don't know where I was going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's very difficult to make the two of them meet up. So you always end up with this gap in the middle yeah. where you're just uncomfortable. But it's like, why do they? Why does it have to be so far to one side? Yeah, it's like, oh, if you if you don't speak the language anymore, you've uh, forgotten your culture. And it's like, well, it's very difficult <laughs> to maintain these sort of things. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, we're we're all grown up. We're we have jobs. It's not like we hang out with all our family all the time, and I'm not exposed to. I don't have to speak. Chinese or Mandarin in my life, so I mean it would be useful. I still kind of regret like <laughs> not not being able to speak it very well. Yeah. Even though I tried to study it uh, every Saturday <laughs> when I was a school. kid, Chinese school, but it never stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just always going to be. It's always going to affect your self esteem and your worth. It's just the way we it's just the way we grew up and it's hard to sort of shift your attention away from what your parents said because your parents are such a huge part of your life. Yeah. They'll never accept me. <laughs> <laughs> it's better now cuz like, you know, I have I reached one of those milestones that yeah. they were I'm married. I did do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um no my, baby though. No. <laughs> Their expectations, yeah, still remain like the sort of old value expectations where it's sort of like, well, look, you should own a house and be like, would you do look at the economy here? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they always expect like grandchildren and that you have to be married by a certain age and you have to have like the good job that makes the good money and mm. you have to like be super tall and skinny. And you know, when you're just not that, it's hard to feel like they're not disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be tall or skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, that's another thing my mom would shame me for. I'm like, this is genetics, mom. I can't be, I can't be taller. Yeah. She would bring me to the doctor, actually. How do you even make you taller? Yeah. Drink milk. Yeah, she would ask the doctor, um, hey, is she, is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> Should she go play basketball more or go swimming? Uh. And then the doctor would just be like, no, that's just how she is. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or like maybe if she had played basketball... When she was younger, like more, like growing. <laughs> I don't know how team sports really makes then you grow maybe, taller. Then maybe okay. stretching, lots of jumping and stretching. Okay. Yep. Or drinking milk. Drinking milk, all lactose intolerant. <laughs> yep. Drink milk; it'll make you taller and stronger. But or throw also, up and go and to the bathroom. Terrible a lot. diarrhea. Yeah, and it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's it in the name of love. Though they they love you, but it is a very weird love. It <laughs> is a they? difficult love. Mm-hmm. But despite, I think it's odd. Despite how different our parents are, we still have the same problem. <laughs> yeah, like how are you now? <laughs> uh, my self esteem. It's different now because of the lupus and how much my body has changed because mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. I look back at old pictures of myself and I think, holy shit, I was hot. But I spent all that time thinking that I was just not good enough. Right, but now that I don't have any of that anymore, uh, looking back on it, I I regret how much time I spent shaming myself. I've actually almost always 
thought that you were the most one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. No. And uh, <laughs> those old days. No, you're still one of the most beautiful people I've ever met. And Shut up. You're like the hottest one out of our real Shut Asians. Shut up. Club. <laughs> That's and not true. It is true. <laughs> Yeah, we've always said that uh, Yvonne is, like, premium, <laughs> and then, like, Tracy and I are, like, no-name brand, President's uh, Choice Yvonne. <laughs> don't bring Tracy into this. <laughs> She's going to be like, hey. <laughs> uh, no, that's, like, the opposite of how I've always felt. What the hell? But, yeah, I do yeah. look back on old photos of myself from, like, as much as a few months before the, the disease really kicked in and, like, when I still had hair. And I just think, like, like, damn it, I was really beautiful. And I spent so much time just hating myself because of it, you know? And now that it's, like, I've had to accept that that person is never coming back. I'm never going to look like that again. That's over. And that was difficult. But accepting that and then trying to move on to accomplish-based things, things that I can change and affect has made me feel better about myself. I think that, well, we are older. I don't know. We have to kind of accept. <laughs> like, uh, I, I look at my old pictures too, and I'm like, I don't remember what I used to, I mean, I don't remember, like, how, how when did this change? You know, like, er, like everything. Like, I used to have maybe half a size bigger boobs or something, and I was like, how did I have cleavage then? But now I'm not. I'm, like, shrinking? What the hell? <laughs> And there's anything that's like, I was skinnier then, everything. And I would used to look at your old pictures. Um, remember when we used to do modeling? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love your pictures so much. Really? Because like your photos are my favorite. You know, the, like, one, the one that you're all like leaning over in the, oh, in the, in the hole or man, whatever? I was so skinny. <laughs> With that guy at Dallas or something? Yeah, that was Steve. Oh, yeah, um, okay. Yeah, no, I was, I was super thin at the time and yeah. man. That was, though, that was from, that was stomach paralysis, and I nearly died. Was it? Because <laughs> I, I remember you, yeah, I was like, you're so skinny, though. Yeah, I, I had stomach paralysis for oh. three months, and I went down to, like, 90 pounds. Oh. And um, I just couldn't eat, literally, for three months. I lived oh. off Gatorade and crackers. Because anything I ate just came right back up. Photos are a lie. Right? And like, I was like, I came out of it and I got better. And I was like, hey, my liver's not in danger anymore. And I'm skinny and attractive. Uh, (laughs) Let's make the most of it. (laughs) (laughs) It'll never be like this again. It'll never happen like this again. (laughs) And I've never been that skinny since. (laughs) No no nutrition. And it it sort of um, is amusing to be like, oh, you were so skinny. Be like, yeah, I almost died. Yeah, I was like a month. I was like a couple weeks away from liver failure. But thank you. (laughs) That's why never comment on anyone's bodies. Yeah, and like ah, I miss like I look. Yeah, I looked great, but I really was about to die. (laughs) Yeah, I think before Tracy even knew you, we like saw your pictures. Because I knew you, and we were all kind of doing the photo thing together. Yeah. And yeah, then, like, well, things. I knew I knew you from, like, anime evolution days, mm-hmm. like, a long, long, long time ago, <laughs> when you still had bangs. That's where all the nerds hang out. Do you remember when I asked if Eric was your boyfriend back then, uh, and you guys totally weren't dating, but you're like, no, we're just friends. <laughs> I was with someone at the time. La. Sorry. La. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Still together. Yeah. He's a good guy. That was, like... 
10 years, over 10, many years, 15 years. Was, yeah, almost 15 years ago. Oh, man. Man, we're old. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reminisce. We are reminiscing already. Yeah. Like, good times, good bad times, times. Good times. But yeah, it was fun meeting Tracy. And then, like, I think Tracy had just lost a whole bunch of weight. And she was uh, making the most of that as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. I still, like, at the time, I still hated myself. I didn't think I was attractive. Um, I think by the time I'd met you guys, I had already gained back a lot of the weight. So I had kind of stopped modeling. Mm-hmm. By the time I'd met you guys, or by the time I'd met Tracy, um, I had I had stopped modeling by then. I was already way overweight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you were busy, weren't you? I was doing makeup then. Yeah, 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 and you like moved away, and then yeah, you don't have time for that stuff. No, but when you're on set, all you do is eat, and wait, and smoke. So mm-hmm. I get I gained a lot of weight on set, and then it became sort of really cool to help you guys do photo shoots and yeah. you guys were super doing super fun stuff and I, I kind of would always kind of be a little envious that I wasn't involved but then it was sort of like how much time do I have like yeah. I'm too tired and I'm too fat to do this which is like why do we put ourselves down like supposed to it's fun but yeah if you don't really feel good about great about yourself like you don't want to do it it was fun but I would always be self-conscious the entire time because I was yeah. the I'm the biggest of the three of us like I'm the tallest. tallest. I'm the tallest, <laughs> but the I am tallest. also the widest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> uh, I'm uh what am I? Hundred something pounds. <laughs> I'm a solid one fifty. <laughs> oh, I um, I'm the biggest. Yeah, big mama. Much um uh, running though. <laughs> I'm the youngest though, which is funny. You baby. I'm the youngest of the three, but I'm the biggest. Yeah. I'll beat you guys up. But, Whatever, uh, we are what we are. Yeah. I do a lot of running, drink a lot of beers, so. Do you run to keep off the calories? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it does help. The marathons you guys always finish are really cool. That's another, like, accomplishment thing that's not, like... Yeah, we both, we both don't have great diets, and we both drink a lot of beer. So, running helps. Plus, uh, yeah, like, goals are good. <laughs> Half, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I like running. <laughs> I always kind of liked it when in high school. I guess I was, I guess that was my one thing that I didn't have bad self esteem about. Like I yeah. could run, and okay, I was good at school and stuff. But yeah, but physical appearance was not great. Like no. I, I hated it. Yeah, yeah. Like all my friends were Caucasian, and all of them were tall and thin. And I'd be like, hi, I'm like their little tiny Asian like friend. Yeah. Can I come too, guys? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have, I always wanted to look like white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Goddamn white people. I would look at, yeah, I would cut up pictures and compare myself to them. Like I would have yeah. a mirror. Okay, I would have a mirror next to my computer. Yeah. So I would periodically look at myself and then compare myself to what was on the screen and yeah. just be like, what can I change or what <laughs> what is wrong with me that I can pick on myself about? Mm-hmm. And yeah, what the hell? I'm stupid. Like <laughs> do, do people do that? Do kids do they I do think, that still? Yeah, of course they do. Um, I th- that's why the the plastic surgery rate is so high now. Uh-huh. But then, like, do you think if you'd had an Asian role model that looked like you, you wouldn't have been so obsessed about it? Yeah, definitely. If there were more, like, oh, back then, who was there? No. One. The the yellow Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> 
like, she was not my role model. No. <laughs> I think that was it. No, I don't know. I think that was it. When did Lucy Liu come into town? Oh, jeez. But she's so tall and thin, too. She's not, I did not look like her. You have freckles, though. So does she. So oh, there yeah. is that. That's sun damage. <laughs> but it's um, so cute. Sun damage. Oh, yeah. Is it? My mom would take me to uh, the place where they laser off your moles. Oh, really? Yeah, I did that for a bit. And they come back. They all come back. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really work. But yeah, that was like, why? Why do parents do this? <laughs> I don't know. I had an aunt offer to do. She was like, you're never going to get a boyfriend at this rate. Let's get you some plastic surgery <laughs> when I was like 15. And I was like, what, why? <laughs> you're not even allowed to have a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, you're not even going to be allowed to date till you're like 30. So who cares? Yeah. Um, but I did have an aunt who's full face was not her face um i don't know what she looked like originally but whatever she looks like now that's not, i hated you by the way <laughs> the aunt. yeah so it's it's totally understandable that we, we we just all grow up with that pressure and um she'd always be like oh my daughter's legs are so long and skinny and she's so tall and she's gonna grow up really tall and look how long and thin her legs are and i kind of just want to be like yeah, sure, she's tall and thin, but she looks like you pre-op, so I don't know what you I think is going to happen here. Why did you change yourself? Yeah. Did your, um, did your parents compare you to her, too? No, she was, a, she was really weird. I think... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that, she was weird. Oh. They didn't really bother to compare me on anything besides academics. Yeah, my parents... My par I think... What did they say to me? They're like, well, you're not going to grow up pretty, so you may as well grow up smart. <laughs> so the only thing I got compared on was academics. Mm -hmm. And um, that was really hard because one of my cousins is an astronaut. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think, thanks, bud. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, Luckily, I don't have any of those. Yeah, like. I always did well academically except for math and PE because I'm lazy and really bad at math. I got beaten a lot for my, my um, report cards and I was always like, I think that's also why everything I do is like achievement based and like value, like all my values are achievement based. Like I have to do this, I have to get this, I have to get yeah. this, I have to be the best at that, I have to like, you know, yeah. but it's, it's hard to maintain that energy level especially when you're ill yeah which i had to learn yeah they never teach you that it's okay to not succeed and failure is learning <laughs> yeah like or like or it, you can succeed in other ways you know you don't have yeah. to have just this one route to success yeah i think a lot of my cousins are in career paths that they never wanted but that's what their parents want Mm -hmm. um, I know almost all of them have been to that point where maybe suicide is an option. Mm. They, like the, the pressure to be what your parents want is so strong in all of us. And, you know, it's, it's hard to reconcile that because, like, you know, your peers don't have that pressure. So it's sort of weird to be like, mm. it feels alone. You feel alone. Yeah. And, um... I guess the point of it is that you're not alone because we all feel this way. We can relate to each other. Yeah, and it's these things that we don't talk about because it's embarrassing or it's shameful, and I don't think it should be. And uh, we've just never talked about it. 
Yeah. So here we are talking yeah. about it. And uh, I think we've rambled for quite a while now. So thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.